If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. G'day everyone, Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 1 of the Grow Your Brand podcast and the hundredth episode of this podcast as a whole. Before we begin today's show in the spirit of reconciliation, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples living and working on the land today. So like I said, 100th episode and for 2021, I've, I've been taking some time as I'm moving. I'm actually recording this from my new little uh, interim studio. When I say studio, I mean place that I'm living in and recording in and doing all of that stuff uh, in Sydney uh, while I kind of wait to move up to Queensland. And I've been doing some thinking because I'm kind of like trying to work out What I really, you know, at the beginning of the year, I like to really take stock and refocus and think about, well, what is it that I want to achieve in 2021? But also, I guess it goes back to that icky guy thing, which we've talked about on the show a few times. What do I love to do? What does the world need? And, you know, how do I make money from it? So I've been thinking about that and really been thinking about what does the world need? Because I feel like last year, my focus sort of shifted away from that a little bit as, you know, trying to deal with the whole COVID thing, pandemic. And I think a lot of us did that. We, we kind of just coped and survived and not to say that that's completely ended now, but I'm really now thinking about, okay, what are the big things? What are the big things that we need to tackle and what's my role to play in that? So I'm really excited to be sharing this episode with you today because this is sort of like launching where I where I really want to get to with this show in season five, which is about really understanding the role that each of us play in helping to take action against the horrible things that we're seeing happen to people and our planet around the world. And businesses have such an important role here. Business owners have such an important role here. We need to be thinking about how our decisions affect not only us and our family and the people that we love and care about, but humanity as a whole. And we can't go past thinking about humanity as a whole without thinking about what we are doing to our environment and our planet, what we are doing to our home. So today's episode, I'm speaking with my one of my dear, dear friends who I absolutely adore, Holly Christensen. Holly has taught me so much over the last year about effective altruism, about the importance of showing up and doing the things that really matter. She recommended a book to me, which we discussed on today's show, which is by Sarah Wilson. Sarah Wilson is the author. You're probably familiar with her from from her book, I Quit Sugar. Um, But she's also recently, just last year, released a book called This One Wild and Precious Life, which comes from a quote by Mary Oliver, who funnily enough, as coincidences go, the next book I'm reading on essentialism by Greg McCown, 
also talks about this one wild and precious life. So really, really excited to be sharing this with you. It will set the tone for what this next season is going to be all about, season five. I really want to know what you guys think. I really want to know what's helpful, what your questions are, what matters to you and how you are, what what answers you're needing to help integrate this into your business and into your life because we all want the future to continue. We all care about humanity. We might have different ideas about what that looks like and what that means, but I am the business scientist. I am all about science and I want to bring these worlds together. I want to start looking and taking a closer and deeper look at what the science tells us about how we need to be showing up in our businesses and in our life. So without further ado, we'll get on to the main part of today's podcast. Just before we do that, there might be a little ad break and Holly and I will be back in a tick. No matter if the economy is up or down, healthcare careers continue to grow, especially in management. Stevenson University Online's Master's in Healthcare Management can put your career on a new track, especially for career changers with previous business, HR, or technology backgrounds. Discover new opportunities with our Healthcare Management Masters. No GREs, no application fees, and 100% online. Visit online.stevenson.edu slash healthcare management. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Actually, no, I am going to put these on. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> so like official and stuff now. Yeah, it's official. <laughs> so Holly, to start with, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a bit about your journey, what you care about. Give us a bit of like a hero's journey background to Holly Christensen. Okay. A bit of um, context as to where I'm at now. So uh, I guess in the context of what we're talking about today, we're talking about how can I make better decisions uh, and more sort of ethical decisions around what we do. I think the reason that I care about that sort of stuff is that it means so making decisions with what you do day to day really makes a difference and I like that. It's a way that you can um, embrace doing things that are important on a large scale every day. Um, I grew up in a family that was always very conscious about the environment and um, very conscious about you know things that you do as one person make a difference and I think as I've gone along and now I'm an adult, I realize, well, yeah, I do actually have a lot of agency in the things that I do and the decisions that I make and they can make a difference. So, you know, things we've talked about this year a lot is like the environment, right? So what, what's happening with the environment? How can we make a difference with that? It's a huge question and you could get really stuck in it and think, well, actually there's nothing I can do, but there is a lot we, we can do. You know, so we've talked about simple choices you can make with what you eat you know, simple decisions with how you dispose of waste, you know, um, buying less, things like that. So um, I don't know, it's like a long, there's a lot of things that have contributed to how I make my decisions today, but um, yeah, mainly because it makes me feel like I can do something. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I uh, we've talked about on the show before, and I know you're reading Atomic Habits at the moment, yeah, and like, I think like for, for people who are listening, who are entrepreneurs, who are business owners, like one of the traps that, uh, you know, like I know I definitely fall into and I think a lot of people listening will feel the same. It's like 
we're a bit like shiny objects people. So we're kind of like, oh, like that looks really cool. I'm going to go do that thing. And then, oh, that looks really cool. I'm going to go over here and do that thing. And I think part of that, well, for me, one of the big challenges for like the last decade, and probably Mm. even before that, is that because I always want to do these big sweeping decisions, Mm. I want to make these big sweeping decisions where I'm like, okay, I did this thing and now it's like so impactful. And like, it's a no brainer that I want what I do to have impact. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in like now we're in 2021, feel like that. But when it comes to daily habits, when it comes to not getting the shiny object syndrome. That's where <laughs> yeah. we fall flat. And, yeah. you know, one thing that I noticed for me is I'm like, oh, like, oh, I, I, I can't do this every day. Like, how do I do this thing every day? Yeah. So simple example in business is like, you know, for people listening, like we have to show up and do sales calls, right? right? Like whether that's through messaging, whether that's through emailing, it doesn't necessarily have to be cold calling, but we have to, we have to kind of show up every day and like manage connections and, and build our network. Right. But after like day two, you're like, oh, really? Do I need to go and send those five messages again? Oh, maybe I should just go and like <laughs> get that new automation tool over over here, right? And for me, what's interesting about what you were just saying there and where I want to kind of go with this conversation is like, what are the things that we need to be thinking about when it comes to making social impact or positive impact in the world in little ways? Mm-hmm. Like how do we bring it back to like, these basic things because I think for entrepreneurs we don't realize how much of an impact we actually can have Mm. so Mm. maybe like can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with you know social Mm. impact Mm. where you've kind of been looking at things and then maybe we can talk about that a little bit more in terms of practical things that we can do yeah right so you know, in terms of being involved in social impact stuff, uh, I, it's, it's something that I'd sort of thought about for a long time, right? You know, everybody sort of thinks about, well, how can I make a difference? What can I do? I'm one person. And, you know, I think I did like everyone possibly think, you know, oh, it has to be big and bold and huge to make any kind of difference. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about this and they introduced me to the concept of um, effective altruism. Now I talk about this because I think it, it sort of makes a point. And I was like, oh, what is that? That sounds interesting, you know, and it's the idea. So effective altruism, it's like how do you make a difference in a way um, that impacts the most people? And it's it's sort of an economical principle too of like how do you use money most effectively to help the most people? And actually when you look at the principles of, charities and and uh organizations that are sort of involved in effective altruism a lot of it's very simple stuff really simple stuff um so for example the most effective charity at the moment at the moment is the anti-malaria foundation right and that's because you you can spend the least amount of money and help the most amount of people with malaria nets now that doesn't sound like a big bold kind of huge thing that's not like a huge thing it's like a malaria net right but over time and over when you scale it it makes a huge difference so I think that coming across effective altruism just changed my ideas of what you can do to make an impact so then day to day it sort of it sort of reminded me well actually no if I do make small decisions you know if I if I put my food waste into the compost not into the bin 
over 20 years, that really does make a difference, you know, and I think um, I think it's easy to forget that. I think people can feel like, oh, I don't have any agency to make change, but you totally do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, to put this in a bit more context as well, like the fact that you brought up the, anti- the anti-malaria and it's like mm. you're a doctor, right? right so, right. like, how – Seeing something like that where it's like, okay, this can actually have a huge mm. impact mm. on on disease and a huge yeah. back on, impact on people's health. Totally, yeah. And then you're practising as, as a doctor. Yeah. Like how yeah. do you feel about that? Like yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a Yeah, it's a really interesting one. I think, you know, yeah, I'm a doctor and I work in the hospital every day and it, you kind of do see the impact of your work straight away. There's something really satisfying about that, you know. Um, you got a patient who's unwell, you do some stuff, they feel a bit better, they get better. You know, you see that straight away. Whereas, um, uh, you know, and then you think, well, public health, right? So I guess malaria nets is a public health type thing. You think, well, what is, is one malaria net impactful? How do I see the impact of that? But again, it's about like over time and the scale of it. It's helping a lot more people than I ever could in a day. You know, so it's sort of, yeah, I, I am co- conscious of that. Obviously, we want doctors to go to hospitals and help people that are acutely unwell, but we need to be um, valuing public health and embracing the change that we can make as well. Mm. It's the most important thing, really, I think. Well, and not not to make this, I don't want this podcast to get taken over by COVID because <laughs> I feel like everyone's sick of hearing about it, but yeah, yeah. I think we've all seen right. in the last year like yeah. how much of a difference public health um, initiatives make to... totally people's lives right yeah totally totally yeah so let me ask you now like I want to shift gears a little bit because this is something we talk about and I think it's really relevant to a lot of people listening Mm -hmm. which is around consumerism Mm -hmm. so there are things that we need to buy right there are things that like there are businesses out there that exist that make a difference by selling stuff yeah. But there's also a lot of businesses out there that yeah. make stuff that we don't really need. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, lots <laughs> <Most> of those. <laughs> and I think, you know, I, I truly believe that a lot of people now create businesses because they want to make a positive impact. I, I said that before and I, I do truly think that. Like a lot of the people that I spend my days talking to and I've spoken to a lot of people, mm. it's mm. like in various industries when I ask them like why do they do what they do, they'll say mm. it's to help people. I want to help people. Yeah, right. But there are a lot of businesses as well that are either maybe they're trying to help people but they could still be making quite, maybe not even realising that there's blind spots in how they're making decisions around their supply chains and things like that. And then there's also businesses like I know that some people are just like, I'm just going to start start an e-commerce site and sell some shit that I don't really care about because like, right. oh yeah, we can swear on this show by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice one. Because <laughs> I want to sell some shit and make money. And right. I, I really want to, I want to have a dialogue and I want to continue this throughout 2021. So warning for people listening to this, I, I do want to keep talk having this conversation throughout the year is like <clears throat> where, do, what do we need to make and what don't we need to make? What are the things that are like we could do without? So <laughs> if we were thinking about yeah. someone who was like at the beginning of their business journey, they were like, or they've got a side hustle and they're right. seeing a lot, like we get, just so you know, Holly, because I know you might not get bombarded with the same ads that we get bombarded no, with. Yeah. <laughs> but we got bombarded with these ads about like make seven figures and like this is how you like set up this and just make heaps of money and it's very yeah money focused very capitalist focused mm. um 
how can we think about that a bit differently? Like when it comes to making stuff, what are mm. some of the things we need to be aware of? Is it meaningful or not? Do you feel like what you're doing is meaningful? And I think you can answer that. I think everyone can answer that deep down. You know, if you're making shit and selling stuff that no one needs, you know that, you know, like. And the other thing is, are you addressing a need or are you manufacturing a need? Yeah. And then providing a product for a need that is actually not there, you know. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but uh, I actually get like, anxiety going into shopping centers I get anxiety because I feel like oh my god these shops are just full of stuff that none of us need and what's going to happen to all this stuff this is all going to end up in landfill like there's so much plastic everywhere and then you know I can't even walk into a two dollar shop you know the two dollar shops right I go in there and I just think this is awful no one needs any of the stuff that's in there right um it's not meaningful it's not meaningful and I think I I don't know. I'm a, I'm an outsider to your world, right? I don't do business, but I'm That's a consumer. Why, That's why I'm this consumer. is an exciting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm a consumer. Uh, and I think, you know, um, I think business lacks that sort of sense of are we doing something that's meaningful? Are we addressing needs in a valuable way in well, I don't know I don't know how to describe it you know it's like are we providing a product that people need and have we thought about more than just making money that means a lot to me as a consumer yeah. does do I feel like this business has values do they care about the environment do they care about the people who are making the products are they actually making something quality yeah then I'm ready to listen yeah I'll buy your product but if it's just shit that no one needs that's no that's I think that's really we've got to shift away from that because making money is not meaningful mm. making money is just not meaningful mm. because money is just a concept anyway right yeah. it's like what what are you going to do with the money you're going to take it with you when you die you're not it's like what are you using the money for you're just banking it yeah I don't know that seems sort of I don't know doesn't seem meaningful totally I agree and I think that like you know, on this show in the past, like it back in season one, um, I, I'm pretty sure, oh, wait, did I do it on the podcast? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I did. I talked about like, are you familiar with the Ikigai con- concept? Yeah. 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 So I talked about that on the show yeah. and um, a few people have brought up similar kind of concepts mm. as well. It's actually something that we discussed quite a bit, which is around that, well, just for people who are listening that, that don't know, you know, you're kind of trying to find something that meets a variety of needs. So it's not just, so making, can it make money is one of the four, Mm. but the other is others are like, you know, what do I love to do? What am Mm. I good at? And what does the world need? Mm. You know? And like you Mm. said, it's like, is, are you manufacturing a need? Like that's such a beautiful way of putting it. Like Mm. if we're manufacturing a need, Mm. then like that's something straight away where it's like, well, does this need to, Mm. does this need to exist? You know? And, and mm. like, I, I just, I'm disappointed that there are still a lot of people that are banking on making money by helping other people just make money and that's it. Mm. You know, in mm. 2021, I'm like, is that, is that where we need to be considering where the world's going and where we could be heading if we don't think more consciously? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. So I didn't have a question there. 
<laughs> I just no, said some stuff. No. Well, uh, I mean, I could have a comment. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, please comment. <laughs> you know, talking about that idea of do we need to have a conversation and I think about where we're going in the business world. You can do that today mm. as an individual. You know, you can decide not to buy stuff you don't need. You can decide to make more ethical decisions about who you buy from. So, again, it comes back to this concept of agency. Yeah, we, we're kind of living within the context of a capitalist society that's, you know, overall about making money, but you don't have to subscribe to that. Mm. I mean, I still have needs, right? I need to buy food. I need to buy clothes. Um, you know, these are things that I can't escape, but I can make more sort of powerful decisions about who I buy from. Mm. And I think that that's a positive thing that, you know, yeah, you don't need the, you don't need society to change. You can just do your own life in a different way. And then over time with enough people, that makes a difference. And I guess the other thing is, is like in the business sense, like, so a, a more and more, and I think a lot of people listening to this are in businesses of one or like one to right. five, like right. smaller businesses. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but we also have like a lot of decisions to make about things like, okay, um, who do we buy our, okay, we need to send stuff out. Where do we buy our packaging from? What's yeah, our packaging made yeah, of? Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to branding, mm, uh, mm. Th- there's sort of, I have, and I think you and I have talked about this and mm. it's a bit of a tricky area because there are businesses that will make a branding decision. We see this come down from the sort of more corporate world a lot where it's like uh, they'll, they'll do something that it's like, oh, that seems like really lovely that like you're Mm. giving all this money to this charity. Mm. Mm. But at the same time, you're like, but you're actually making stuff that we don't need, for instance. I can't, I don't want to name names or anything like that. But um, I think for us in small businesses, we kind of get that for a branding purpose now, Mm -hmm. it could be really valuable to like be like, oh, look, I'm making a social impact. So Mm -hmm some of my profits go to like, you know, a human rights kind of charity or some of my, you know, the, the diversity and inclusion in our workplace is good. Right. Even though we're a small team, we still are aware of having neurodiversity or having cultural diversity. Or, right. But I think that like there's this thing where it's like the intention behind it is concerning, right? right? Yeah, right. So it's like why are you doing that? <laughs> You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. So I think, again, this comes down to, you know, humans. We know when we're being a bit dodgy in our intentions, right? All you have to do is ask yourself deep down, okay, am I doing this in my business because I want a virtue signal or am I doing this because I actually care about this? And you know what? Consumers know the difference. They totally know the difference. They do, you know, because, uh, for example, underwear something that I need and it's something that I thought you know okay this is a small thing in general but I can actually make a difference here I can make better choices about what kind of underwear I buy right so I have just through like my own wants researched almost every good brand of uh people that make underwear in Australia right are they Australian made are they made with organic cotton you know who's making them the one that I really like is a brand called A Very Good Bra. Now, I know that, that that woman who made that brand, she is not virtue signaling, right? Because she's thought about every single aspect of her bras and underwear. Everything. She's thought about everything. The supply chains, what the materials are, what's happening. And there was a moment when I realized, like, 
this woman really cares about this. And that was when I got an email and I'd bought, uh, I think it was early on in the piece when she was sort of just starting out. I um, bought a bra and I think it was maybe six months later I got this email and she'd written it like herself and said, I just want to apologize to the whole community who bought bras for me. And I was like, God, what is she talking about? And she said, I just, I just worked out um, that there was this one component of the bra that was not um, recycled. It had something in it that wasn't, um, it wouldn't break down in the compost or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she actually wrote to everyone and said, I apologize. I didn't know about this and I care about this and I'm going to change and I'm sorry. And I was like, wow, you like, you, you, you wouldn't need to do that, but she did that because she cared. Yeah, she know? could have just as easily have just like yeah. changed it and not let anyone know. Exactly, but she didn't do that because she's working from like core principles of this is meaningful to me. This yeah. is what my whole thing is. You know, this is important to me. Yeah. So I think as a consumer, I can tell, you know, she actually cares about this. Mm-hmm. This is not just virtue signaling. So virtue yeah. signaling was the word. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, yeah, Lauren, this is what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, cause this is the other thing and, and people have been listening for, for a while. will know this, like mm. there's quite a lot of times that we'll talk about values on the show and right. how important it is to have like, like, well, I talk about it in the context of brand values cause yeah. the show is about growing your brand. Yeah, sure. But like, um, it, I'm like, it can't just be made up values. Like a lot of people mm. go like honesty, like they just say their values, they value honesty. And right. it's like, one, what do you mean by that? And two, like, yeah. how does it actually play out? And then right. you look at a lot of corporations that have said they value honesty and they've had like massive lies <laughs> and dodgy scandals and really, really yeah. dodgy stuff going. And totally, it's just yeah. like, it's just complete like motherhood statements, you know, it's yeah. just, it's yeah. just made up. So, so again, you can see through that. Totally. You can, it comes out in the wash, right? Totally. Eventually it'll come out in the wash. Totally. Yeah. So what I, what I think as someone who is on this journey and has made lots of mistakes around this stuff, like I I want people who are listening to this, who are like, Oh, I don't know if I do that to be like, Hey guys, like I, I'm still learning this stuff as well, which Mm. is why I love having conversations with you, Holly. Mm. One of the, one of the many reasons. So this is one (laughs) of the reasons. And I want us to think about how do we, we, we are, whether we're a business of one or hundred, we are leaders within our community because the decisions we make do have an impact. And I think also yeah. even as consumers, we we are leaders because it's like yeah. you only need five to ten percent of consumers to make a more yeah. like I guess if they make a change into how they're eating or what they're buying, yeah. brands notice, right? They and do. everyone listening to this is a consumer and also making stuff. They're mm. also entrepreneurs. Mm. So what I want to think mm. about is like how do we how do we bring ourselves into this I, I guess I want to invite people in and I kind of feel like I'm inviting myself in as well to a world where it's like we need to change our priorities we because do. we've like been raised I think in in a world where we've been conditioned to think certain things are more important than others right mm. like money is important because it means security yeah you know money is important because it means like people listening to to this in the states i can get healthcare and and education mm. in australia mm. luckily we get that anyway but yeah. like how do we i guess reprioritize things and actually take another look at our values it's the beginning of the year mm. sit down and kind of maybe take another look at our values and start to understand why it's important that we don't just virtue signal that we mm. actually really if we're not already 
question the way we're doing things? Like are there some practical things like a checklist we can go through? Like what, what sort of questions do we need to be asking ourselves? Okay, we'll be back in just a second, but this is just a quick reminder that this show is independently run. It's run by me. I pay to make this podcast. I pay to put it out there. And now I have a few people supporting me on a, sometimes it's a regular basis and sometimes it's an irregular basis, but people who are supporting the show to help make this possible alongside me. So a very big thank you to those of you who are doing that. Thank you so much. If you would like to help create this with me, if you would like to be a part of this. And if you believe that this is something that's important to get out there, there's a few things you can do to help. The biggest thing is to share it with people, share it with the people that you care about, share it with the people who you think would get a lot out of this. If it would enrich their lives in some way and help them to enrich other people's lives. I have lots of guests on the show that come from a range of backgrounds and we talk about all sorts of things. So have a think about who that might be and how you can share this with them. Uh, the other thing that really helps if you want to help financially, please consider heading over to Kofi. The uh, webpage is ko-fi.com forward slash Lauren Cress. And essentially for the price of a cup of coffee once a month, you become a co-creator of the show with me. You help to make this possible. Like I said, I've got a few people doing that and I really, really appreciate that. So if you'd like to financially support the show, if you can afford it, I like to think that this is something that's worth four bucks a month but I also like to offer it for free so everyone can access it. But if you're a regular listener and you enjoy the show and you get a lot out of it and it means that you don't have to be paying to do other things, you know, if it's helping you to not need a coach or you don't have to do that course that would usually cost $2,000, you can listen to this, then please consider paying me for the work that I'm doing, anything you can do. I really appreciate it. And final thing you can do that really helps is to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. The easiest thing to do is just head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash grow your brand. All right, guys, that's it from me. Let's get back to the main part of the episode. Yeah, it, and this is interesting because it comes down to, as you're saying, it's not just values. How do we actually action them? What do we actually do? Okay, fine. I care about the environment. How do I actually do that? Yeah. How do I not just say that? But there are things you can do. Um, you know, I guess I think about the environment quite a lot because that's obviously quite important to me. Um, but again, I think it also comes down to the day-to-day stuff. Mm. Maybe you could start with that day-to-day. Okay, fine. So how can I be more honest in what I'm doing in my business every day? Because that's what makes a difference, right? We're talking about atomic habits, yeah. everyday stuff. Yeah. Um, what can I do every day around my decisions with regards to eating Mm. or the products I use in my house or the underwear that I wear? You know, like it all seems quite small and inconsequential, but it's not. Mm. Yeah. And I think also like, I mean, just going to um, Atomic Habits. Wow, we've definitely talked about this book a bit. Actually, I want to talk about Sarah Wilson as well. We but, will do that. <laughs> but, but he talks about one of the things that I love about um, what he says is about changing our identity. Yeah. And, and yes. You know where he says that yes. thing about like every, um, every time we do something that – you know, like we, you're talking about daily mm. things. We take an action and we're like, oh, yeah, it's like a vote for that new identity. Totally. You know? Yeah. So I guess like that, maybe that's even where it starts is like 
you know, like at the moment on my LinkedIn profile, I have like become the purpose-driven entrepreneur, you know, you are. And I think that a lot of people, you know, when you said that thing about like, we know, we know when it's like, is this, no. am I ignoring? You like, know, yeah. Like I know for me, what I tend to do is I tend to go, oh yeah, I do care, but it's too hard and I need to make a decision right now. And like, I just, and I kind of make an excuse for myself. So right. it won't necessarily right. be that I like, um, I'm deliberately got like lying or deliberately yeah. doing yeah. something that I ethically uh, find questionable it's more like I'm like I'm not going to think about this deeply enough for it to become an ethical question do you know what I mean so it's like I kind of skim the details I don't delve into like what is this made of or yeah it's yeah. like I kind of go oh but I just need to do this thing now right and I, right. I or I, I also I think the other thing is I don't know what questions to ask you know like what questions to even be like there's just a lot of blind spots, you know, and mm. I think that's that's mm. for a lot of people. It's like, oh, yeah, like I, you know, I go to the cafe and I order a coffee and mm. I get the takeaway coffee and I walk out. Well, I'm not doing anything wrong there, right? right. You know, so, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So the coffee one, I think that's an important thing because, all right, so this is an everyday event. Most mm. people buy coffee or they, um, you know, get something from a cafe. So... Does getting a takeaway cup every day, is it really that bad? Well, you can ask some simple questions. All right, so we don't, uh, let's not even talk about facts and figures, right? Because yeah. I don't have them in front of me. Do you think in a general sense that using something once and throwing it away, does that sound like a good idea? I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think so. To me, the answer would be like, well, no, that's like, you know, you've invested all this time and money and resources into making something, what you use at once and throw it away. Like in nature, we don't really do that, do we? You know, you'd have, <laughs> when we were cavemen, you wouldn't like spend all this time making like a flint tool and then throw it out one. Like you keep it, you know, <laughs> it just seems ridiculous. The only things you're throwing out in nature are things that could break down in the environment anyway. You know, okay, all right. Um, I don't know, I've used this grass to clean out my cave and I'm going to throw that out. Fair enough. Okay, fine. <laughs> it down anyway. The coffee cups are not going to do that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, the coffee one is interesting. There's an actionable event your people can take. <laughs> Have your coffee in-house. We'll sit down. I guess, like, COVID's been really hard for that because I'm, I'm that person that I turn up to the... Uh, the coffee shop in the hospital and I have my own cup. It's mm. not even a keep cup. It's literally just a mug. A and mug. I show yeah. up <laughs> and they fill my mug up. And I've loved that. I always used to look at those people with mugs and I was like, yeah, they're just, that's amazing. Like they've got their favorite cup and they're just going to the cafe. They're not having the cafe cup or the takeaway one. They've just got their own mug. I like that. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. COVID is tough because fair enough. We have to do things in a, um, in a way that is safe, but pandemic side that's a really easy one people can do totally don't get a takeaway cup it is bad it's naughty well (laughs) and and this is the thing right is like going back to the identity thing like I think it's good that we're talking about a concrete example and sorry to everyone that we're going (laughs) in lots of directions but as people know when I talk to people who I know well on the show we tend to like Like a constellation of conversation yeah I love that constellation of conversations but you know so I think about like for me Mm. So I, there were there were t- 
the coffee cup thing was a while ago. Mm. I started um, using like reusables other than yeah. uh, than yeah. during COVID. Like yeah. when, when they said, no, yeah. you can't. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I cleaned it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the other one was changing my diet. Right. right so, yeah. um, and which was actually like super easy. And I yep. put a post, oh, I put a comment on LinkedIn about this, um, I think like a week ago or something, mm. because um, another guest I have had on the show, Nathan Kinch, was he posted something about coffee filters. So if you make yeah. coffee at home, you know, and you've got the filter and you can buy the filters, and he's mm-hmm. like, you can actually buy reusable filters. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, this thing, it's such a small thing, and you can mm. kind of like, it's a daily thing that makes actually adds up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's like, what, you know, what are some of the things that you've done? And, and I was like, for me, like changing my diet, but I'm like, it wasn't hard. Like, it, and it's, it's not perfect, but I'm like, it's actually like been delightful. Like I'm like, mm. it's actually been mm. really, really great. But I'm like, I, those two things for me, then what it kind of did for me, it was a vote for like me being like, I'm actually someone who gives a shit about this totally. versus being someone who before was like, like, I think, honestly, I just thought, and I think a lot of people feel like this, like, it's too big. This is too big a problem. I can't do anything. Yeah. And so I'm just not going to do anything, you know? Right. And that's a really easy thing to fall into. You think, I can't make a difference. Yeah. So whatever, I'll just do nothing. Mm. But I, I don't. So I, I've reached a point now where I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think by doing nothing, you are making a negative difference. Mm. And by doing something, anything, you're making a positive difference. Mm. And, and be, even if that is the case, I've now reached a point in life where like, I just need to do the thing. So I know I can look at my own eyes in the mirror and say, yep, I've done the thing. Mm-hmm. I've done the thing that I know aligns with my values and I feel good about it yeah. because it makes me feel better as well, yeah. you know? And so I think that's, you know, falling into that trap, the nihilistic trap of, oh, God, nothing I do makes a difference. Nothing matters anyway. We're all going to die. The world's going to collapse. It's like it's just not helpful. It's not helpful today and it's also not true. Yeah. You can make a difference. Totally. And, like, I, I, that's perfect that you said that because that's exactly where I was going to go with it as well. It's like for me mm. what changed was I was like, oh, I actually feel better about life by doing this yeah like and 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 not in like you know there was a point where I the biggest resistance that I felt with like especially with the the diet change Mm -hmm. was I was like but that means I have to admit to myself that decisions I made in the past weren't the best yeah and that was actually the hardest thing like it was kind of like this sunken Mm. cost thing like oh but if I actually do something good then I have to admit that what I was doing before wasn't so good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But this is like any change in life. You could sit around and think, oh, God, like I used to do things this way, which means I'm a terrible person, which means that I can't make that transition to doing something more effective or better. I, you, you can't live like that. You, you know, maybe there has to be a little bit of a grieving process and think, oh, I've done things that were not great, but we're all learning, aren't we? You know, we're all learning. If, if you're feeling that sense of, oh, no, I'm going to have to admit that what I was doing before wasn't great, that's the turning point. Mm. That's a good thing. And it's just part of life. It's just part of change in any way. Totally. And I think it's like what what you were kind of saying there, it makes me think of like it's it's like we're reframing it. It's like almost going when you feel like that, you mm. know that's good. Yeah, you're on the tipping point. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of like, like, I was like, no, this is good. and And not being so... 
hard on myself. I think by being self-compassionate about it. Like, so let's talk about Sarah Wilson a bit because Mm. like, so Sarah Wilson, a lot of people would know about her from, um, she wrote I Quit Sugar. That Mm. was her first book. Mm. And you recommended a book to me, which I'm sort of in the midst of reading, Yep. which is called This One Wild and Precious Life. Mm. I love that you recommended that book. Mm. You're the guest on the show. So I'm going to ask you (laughs) to explain the book a little bit for people who haven't heard of it. And then we can talk about it a little bit. So I'll try and explain it, but Sarah herself says it's a difficult book to explain. And it is. It's not because it's a difficult book to read. It's because it's she's kind of trying to put a name to something that we all kind of are struggling with, which is like, what? where are we at right now? You know, it's sort of, you know, when you do a personal inventory of your own life and you think like, okay, where am I going in my career? How am I feeling about my relationships, my friendships? What am I doing? Is my mental health okay? It's almost like she's trying to do that in a societal way. Like, right, how are we going to do a society just sort of like a personal inventory right now? What's happening? And, you know, the book, as you can kind of tell from the title, it's got to do with, um, well, actually, she's talking about climate change and nature and getting back to nature and what's happening with the world from that perspective. But she says it's so much more than that. And it is, like you read it and... It's more about taking stock of where, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Well, and I kind of think as well, and that was very well put, and I'm glad I <laughs> threw that over to you because I couldn't have explained it that well. Um, but I love it. Like every time yeah. I'm seeing Holly at the moment, I'm like, and then Sarah Wilson says this thing, and yeah. I love that. And We've been fangirling Sarah Wilson for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sarah. Um so the thing for me that I actually think where I've gotten to in the book and what's really hit me mm. was it's actually, it starts with the relationship we have with ourselves, I think. And mm. I think she, she mm. I don't know if she meant to say it like that, but that's what's really stuck in my head. And it, mm. it actually gets me really excited about the other thing we wanted to touch on mm. in today's podcast, which is mental health. Mm. Because I'm like, when my mental health is good and when I'm mm. feeling good about myself, I actually make better decisions like yeah. for the world, I think. Yeah. Like it's not like yeah. it's this weird thing where I think, and it goes back to consumerism as well, mm-hmm. when we're in a bad mental health state, when we're in a, a place where we feel like a bit empty or a bit lonely or a bit um, despairing Mm. and nihilistic, you brought Mm -hmm. up nihilism before, we actually, it's like we want to consume, you know. It's like we're but but consuming things for hedonistic sake. Mm. I want the car, I want the house, I want the thing that they have because they look happy, you know. Yeah. So... I guess, like, what was, what's been your takeaway so far with that? Like, do you agree with that kind of connection? Do you see them as separate things? Like mental health is something else and, or do you, do you see them as relating to to each other? I I think there's a lot we could say on this topic and I think they are interlinked and, you know, that thing you were talking about, I want that thing because that person's got it and they look happy. Mm. I mean, it's, it's what we were talking about. How do you sell people stuff that they don't need? You sell them the idea that they'll be a better person. Mm. They'll be more attractive. Yep. They'll be more liked. You know, you sell them an idea. So, I mean, yeah, it's totally linked. Whereas if you're, um, 
I don't know. And it's sort of difficult to know how much to say in a forum like this, but I, I think, yeah, mental health does have an impact because if you, if you're um, coming from a place where you're completely whole, you realize I don't need any of that shit to feel better. Mm. I can feel better right now with nothing, mm. you know? And yeah, it, I don't know. You do make different choices when your head's in a better place. Um, and I think it's also, it also comes down to that, you know, talking about nihilism or nothing I do can make a difference. You know, I've been depressed and you think, yeah, nothing, nothing's making a difference. Why, why should I give a shit if I throw the coffee cup in the ground? Cause we're all just going to, we're all fading away anyway. And I think, you know, where I'm at now, my headspace is good. I realize no, I do care about that. It does make a difference, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they are linked. It, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like we're, we're bringing up topics that, like, <laughs> are, like, worthy of an entire series of, of podcasts. So we're just, like, touching on them. But, no, but it's, like, I do want to bring it up and thanks for, like, um, humoring me with, like, diving into lots of different <laughs> topics because yeah. I'm, like, I well, I guess where I come from it is, like, I – I'm going through this journey myself. And I, you know, that's generally how I approach this podcast is like, this is hard stuff. Like we can't be too hard on ourselves. This is hard stuff. And we get told conflicting things as well. Like this is good. Oh no, actually it turns out this is not good. Yeah. You know, and you're like, wait, what? Like I thought this was good for the environment. No, no, it's actually really bad because of this. And you're like, wait, what? Like I don't understand. You know, so I I think that we, I I don't know. I, I want to be very like, candid in like for me where that struggle has been and I I think that where what I I would really like people who are listening to this to walk away with is a a sense of like feeling empowered Mm. feeling like as consumers and as business owners like that we have two bites at the cherry really to make the world a better place because it's not just in how we buy it's also in what we create Mm. Absolutely. You know, and so I'm like, but it's complex. (laughs) It's not like that. Of course. It's another unprecedented thing. When else in history has it been like there's this looming kind of like. Yeah. Like, I mean, disasters are kind of already happening. Yeah. We haven't had to deal with that. Like, so there's no like exact roadmap, Mm. but it doesn't mean that we throw our hands up, you know. So I guess we're going to have to wrap up soon. Like what are some things that we can leave people with to feel a bit more empowered? What's, what's something that we could say, okay, here's like a, here's like a first step. Here's like a, something that you can start thinking about today. Don't throw your coffee cups out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, we really have at that point. Well, I think it's what you're talking about, Lauren. It's thinking, you know, if you are a business owner, take stock. What am I doing? Where am I going? What's important to me? And um, other ways that I can make better choices about what I'm doing with my business. Um, and take away the things that you do every day make a difference. Yeah. Positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're trying to wrap up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep, keep, this, keep, keep uh, I. There was, there was an example that really stuck with me, Rongan Chatterjee. He's a GP in the UK. He has a podcast called Feel Better, Live More. And he talks a lot about 
you know, actionable things that you can do to increase your mental health and, and, you know, live in a way that's more authentic. And he was talking about, he's written a book called The Stress Solution and he's trying to make the point to people that things you do every day actually make a difference, you know, because I could say to you, Lauren, if you meditated every day for a minute, you'd actually see the effects of it. You do it, you don't feel any different the first day, you don't feel any different the second day, you don't feel any different the third day, but over a year it makes a lot of difference. And he was thinking like, how can I make this example to people? And he makes the example of, well, if you started smoking every day for three years, then you'd totally see the impact. People get that, right? That's a small negative thing that you can do every day that makes a huge difference over a long time. But I think you need to feel just as empowered to know that the meditation for a minute every day, as an example, for doing something positive, a small change in your business every day will make a big difference over time. So you need to feel empowered by that. And the other point I would make is I I do want to say what, I want to agree with what you said about business owners having two bites of the cherry almost. You guys are consumers, but you're leaders as well. Mm. And as much as I can sit here and say, you know, the things that I do every day make a difference, they do, but I can only do so much. I need your help as well. Mm. You know, you guys need to, you've got a really powerful position to make effective change, to make positive change. Mm. And I think you need to embrace that. Yeah, totally. And like, um, I love that you brought up like where my head went. I was like, oh, we're so on the same same wavelength <laughs> is you brought up meditation. And I was about to say, you know, like mental health wise, I think we're actually going to have um, Dr. Najez is coming on the show. I, I think I'm going to put that out in like a f- few episodes. Maybe I'll do it the episode after this one. Um, but we talk about meditation and she mm. talks about mm. a minute of meditation makes a massive difference, yeah. you know. Because it's actually rewiring our brains mm. and it does that. It doesn't need 10 minutes to rewire. You can do it in a minute. You can do mm. a minute a day. How mm. amazing is that? Like yeah. that's pretty cool. Totally. And what I find is like, so I've been trying to do a minute a day, semi-inspired by you, Molly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got it on my Apple Watch. My Apple Watch goes breathe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should breathe for a minute and focus <laughs> on my breath. But um, a lot of people have Apple Watches, right? Like it's a simple thing you can do. It's like right. seven breaths. Right, But what I'm finding is even with that and the combination of taking it, it's almost like taking better care of myself gives me the energy and the, the thinking power to kind of go, how do I take better care of the planet? How do mm. I take better care mm. of other people? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, all of those things are linked. I actually think they're all part of the same thing, which is like, I actually give a shit. And yeah. I think that probably more, like you and I are both millennials. I think for a lot of millennials, we're sort of in this weird like in-between generation where we're kind of like this massive generation. We have a lot of impact that we can make, but we're yeah. also got a bit of mixed feelings about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think some of us mm-hmm. are kind of like, I give a shit. Why doesn't everyone else give a shit? Give a shit, guys. Like I'm really <laughs> angry about this. And then like you've got a bunch of millennials who are like, well, this is fucked. I can't buy a house yeah. and um, yeah. I can't get a job and like what's the point, you know? And yeah. and I kind of I feel like for me where it starts is like maybe it's actually that one minute a day of meditation. Mm. Maybe that's where it starts mm. in some ways because it's like, okay, if we can be mindful about ourselves for that minute and prioritise that, yeah, then yeah. it's like, 
we're going to – it's almost like we have to start caring about other things again. Yeah. That's why I th- – yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah. guys. You know, I'm not a mental health <laughs> You're the You're the health professional in the room, Holly. Okay. So. <laughs> I, I'm not a mental health expert. I've just been in the school of life and learned a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Meditation and coffee, coffee cups, guys. That's a takeaway from today. <laughs> no, Holly, it's been so yeah. awesome chatting with you. Is there anything yeah, else that you want to kind of – wrap up and say like while we're still chatting uh, like final thoughts to leave people with before we go no i think that's good okay we've covered we've covered a lot this this is everything guys (laughs) oh no it's not everything we could talk for hours this is enough for now (laughs) um thanks everyone for listening holly thank you so much again thank you all right, guys, so that's it from me for this week. Have a fabulous week. Enjoy your January. I hope you're getting some time to think and reflect and plan. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know what you liked, what you'd want to hear more of, what you didn't like so much. If you've got feedback for how to improve it, let me know that. You can tweet me at laurencress 89 You can jump on LinkedIn and chat with me there. All the links will be in the show notes. And if you'd like to access past episodes of the Grow Your Brand podcast, you can obviously check out Grow Your Brand on your favorite podcast platform, or you can head over to growyourbrand.com.au. Have a fantastic week. And until next time, remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. GEICO presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking GEICO offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. GEICO offers claim service? Um, I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, keep thinking. To manifest more GEICO in your life, Go to Geico.com.